0: All right, Don, I'm ready. You want me to take the opening, huh? Benny. It's a two-fisted, quick-triggered marksman who shoots from the hip and never misses.
1: Well, hello again. This is Buck Benny speaking. Welcome to another triple stack of Jack Benny, Phil Harris, and some more Jack Benny. Tonight, we start off with Jack Benny in Palm Springs, where he has a guest show up, and that guest is Frank Sinatra. So that should be fun for us. Following that, we have... Phil and Frankie buy a racehorse on the Phil Harris and Alice Faye show. One of the all time classic episodes. I, I, I just think you'll be delighted to listen to this episode and it really cements in those two characters and just the fun they could have. I believe for sure. Elliot Lewis has talked about this in multiple interviews as being one of the more memorable episodes that they do of the show. And I think Phil Harris even mentions it as well in some of the interviews he's done. Anyway, after that, we have Submarine D1 Part 2. So the whole cast gets a chance to be in a submarine together. Kind of a fun episode. So a great triple stack for you tonight. I hope you enjoy all three. Uh, The first one, with Frank Sinatra, there are definitely some sound issues. We've done an upgrade this year to make it a little better, but still has some issues it sounds like i don't know winds blowing through it or something through part of it but it does clear up i believe so it should get better anyway um the other the last thing i wanted to mention was we're still trying to get donations for rob so that he can get a new computer to uh, be able to bring you um, shows in higher quality sound and be able to um keep on bringing you shows and hook the shows together and all of that. So, uh, we could use donations for that. You can donate it, uh, by sending me an email to send me a check or money order to buck OTR at gmail.com. Or of course you can just go to buckbenny.com and over there on the right hand side, there are all kinds of ways to donate, uh, money. I'd probably email me too, to say that you want that money to be used to, uh, help Rob get a new computer. Anyway, on with the show. Enjoy.
2: The Jack Benny Program, presented by Lucky Strike. <laughs> American Front page news. In the nation's great tobacco markets, the famous Crosley Poll has just finished asking independent tobacco experts, what cigarette do you smoke? Over 50% more named Lucky Strike. Than any other brand. Yes, the impartial Crosley poll shows... By a 50% margin over any other brand, independent tobacco experts name Lucky Strike first choice. Lucky Strike first choice. These experts are the independent tobacco buyers, auctioneers, and warehousemen. The men who see who buys what tobacco at the auctions. And when independent tobacco experts like these name Lucky Strike first choice for personal smoking enjoyment, then you know... LSMFT... L-S-M-F-T. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So smoke the smoke. Tobacco experts smoke Lucky Strike. Remember, by a 50% margin over any other brand, independent tobacco experts name Lucky Strike first choice. Lucky Strike first choice.
3: The Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, and yours truly, Don Wilson. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we're broadcasting from America's foremost desert resort, Palm Springs. Surrounded by Indio, Cathedral City, and 29 Palms. And since we can't bring you the lady from 29 Palms, we give you the man of 39 years, Jack Benny!
4: Thank you.
0: Thank you, thank you. Hello again, this is Jack Benny talking, and Don, even though last week was my birthday... I just can't realize that I'm 39 years old. Oh, really, Jack? <laughs> yeah, it seems like I'm still 38. <laughs> oh, well, after I've been 39 for a few years, I'll get used to it. <laughs> uh, tell me, Don, have you been
3: enjoying your stay here in Palm Springs? Oh, tremendously, Jack. The first day I got here, I put on my shorts, went out in the patio, and lay on my back and took a sunbath. Oh, how was it? Well, my legs and shoulders were warm, but it was snowing up on my stomach. <laughs>
5: So that's that's what it was.
0: I saw a tourist turn to his wife and say, look, dear, Mount San Jacinto has a dimple in the middle.
4: But Don,
0: Don, Palm Springs is really a great place for a rest. So peaceful and quiet. You sit out in the sun all day and All you can hear is the sound of your skin cracking (laughs) Anyway, Don, you did manage to get a nice tan, you know
3: Well, Jack, I've been outdoors quite a bit In fact, I've been horseback riding every day Well, horseback riding is wonderful exercise I do it all the time Hello, Jack Oh, hello, Mary I'm
6: sorry I'm late, Jack On my way over here, I stopped in at the post office the post office? Yeah, they make the best eight milkshake there.
0: Oh, I don't know, Mayor. I always get my milkshakes at the hardware store here. They put nuts in it, you
4: know? <laughs> uh,
0: really, that didn't sound like us at all, did it? <laughs> They're really delicious You
3: know, know, Jack, it's strange how almost every place in Palm Springs sells dates on the side You're not kidding, Don You know, a few
0: years ago, there used to be a place here called the Palm Springs Funeral Parlor and Date Shop (laughs) Their slogan was, fry our large economy-sized box
6: (laughs) Look, Jack, I just wanted to explain why I was late I didn't mean to start a routine
0: Well, when you came in, Don and I were talking about horses You know, Don, I've had a lot of experience with them, and the main thing to remember... Oh,
6: stop, will you? All you know about horses is that they don't wear high-heeled shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Is
0: that so? I know plenty.
6: (laughs) Tell Don what happened at Roger's stables the other morning.
0: Never mind. The only reason I fell off the horse was because I was trying that new trick, and you know. What trick was that, Mary?
6: Well, Jack put a handkerchief on the ground and said he'd ride by at full speed and pick it up.
3: Oh, so what happened?
6: He picked up the handkerchief, dropped his teeth, picked up his teeth, dropped his hair, picked up his hair, and fell in a, <laughs> a gopher
4: hole.
0: Satanic
4: <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs>
0: Some rhythm.
4: Boy,
0: well, you really make things up, don't you?
6: I'm not making up anything. We've been riding the horse side saddle.
0: Well, you're supposed to. It was a female horse. <laughs> Let's drop it Don, has Dennis come in yet? It's time for a song Well, no, he hasn't, Jack And neither has Phil Harris Oh, I meant to tell you, Don Phil won't be here And it's my own fault
6: Your fault? What do you mean?
0: Well, before we left Phil asked me how things were in Palm Springs I said dry And before I could tell him I meant the climate He called up and canceled his reservation
4: <laughs> By the
0: way, Mary, where are you staying?
4: Well, I don't know the name of it, But it's a
6: place on the corner of La Jolla and Indian Avenue
0: Well, I'll drop it Wait a minute! I passed that corner yesterday. It's a vacant lot.
6: That was yesterday. Today there's a two million dollar hotel there.
0: What?
6: And it's booked solid till May. <laughs> well, I don't
0: doubt it. You know the demand for hotel rooms is terrific. I know a fellow who has nothing but the blueprints and twelve people are sleeping on it. <laughs> they get off already, you could start building.
4: <laughs>
3: this place is really popular. You know, I was amazed when I got down here this year and saw all the beautiful new places that have been built. It's getting swankier and swankier every year. You're right, Don. Oh, that's true. Your
6: <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Don. The, mo- <laughs> the most important people in why did he come here? Why, even Winthrop Rockefeller and his bride
3: were going to spend their honeymoon at Palm
6: Springs. Why didn't they come? He
4: couldn't
0: afford it. <laughs> Mary, stop being silly. Rockefeller's got almost as much money as Crosby. Say, that reminds me, you know, Bob Hope did a broadcast here a few weeks ago, and they made him the mayor of Palm Springs, and Jerry Colonna, the chief of police.
4: What'd they do for you?
0: They broke my glasses and pushed me out in the middle of Palm Canyon Drive. <laughs> but I don't care. Doesn't make any difference. Oh, there's the phone. Maybe that's Dennis now.
7: Hello? Hello, Benny. This is Jerry Colonna, Palm Springs Chief of Police. Jerry Colonna? Well, gee, Colonna, I'm glad you phoned Hold me. Hold the wire uh, a second, Benny. My duty as police chief for calling me. I see a desperate criminal walking toward me on Indian Avenue. I recognize him. It's Jesse James. Wait a minute, Colonna. Jesse
0: James has been dead for 50 years. Wonderful climate here, isn't
7: it?
4: <laughs>
0: yes. Yes, you know... You know, Professor Kelowna, I would have phoned you, but I didn't know where you live. Oh, I'm living at the YWCA. YWCA, isn't that just for women?
7: I don't ask questions, I just have fun. (laughs) Oh,
0: for heaven's sake, Kelowna, what'd you
7: really call me for? Well, I hate to tell you this, Benny, but I had to arrest Dennis Day this afternoon. Dennis arrested? Why? He's been in town three days and he hasn't paid for the air, he's breathing. (laughs) But Kelowna, there's no charge for fresh air. It's your first trip to found springs, bud? Look, <laughs> <laughs> well, would you let me speak to the kid, please? Okay. Hey, Dennis, your boss wants you on the telephone. See, Mr. Colona, can I talk? Yes, but don't breathe. All right. <laughs> hello, Mr. Benny. Oh, hello, Dennis. Don't worry
0: anything about anything, kid. They can't charge you for the air you breathe. Colona's nuts.
7: Not as nutty as I am. I paid him $200.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you pay... Well, that's the silliest thing I ever heard in all my 39 years. <laughs> How many years? 39.
7: What's the matter? Are you crazy or something? What? I said, what's the matter? Are you crazy or something? No. Wait a minute.
0: Dennis, that wasn't Colonna. That was you all the time. Why did you pull a
7: trick like that? Oh, I just thought I'd have a little fun. Would you like to hear Ronald Coleman now? No, and get over here. All right, old fellow, if I can break away from Benicia. Now,
4: cut that out. <laughs>
7: And get over
0: here immediately. You have to sing.
7: All right, just a second. I want to say goodbye to my friend. Goodbye, Ronnie. Goodbye, old fellow. Nice of you to drop in. Goodbye, Kelowna. Better go, Gabe. Don't be late. <laughs> Dennis, give my regards and come over.
4: Who was it, Jack? The
0: Andrews sister. <laughs> Say, Don, it'll be a few minutes before Dennis gets here, so how about having the quartet do a commercial now?
3: Okay, Jack, I've got the sportsman right here, and the number they've prepared is very appropriate for Palm Springs. It's called my Adobe Hacienda. Good, good, but have them sing it
0: straight, Don. I don't like it when they embellish it with their own ideas. I've heard it, Jack, and they sing it beautifully. All right, but fellas, remember, I want you to sing it straight all the way through. Do you promise? Hmm. Thanks. Take it, boys.
8: In my adobe
9: hacienda,
4: there's a
9: touch of me, nice I think. Dark and slow the earth blooming in the body of. I think. Cross and stars and from of the car, make every evening feel so sweet. I think. In my adobe hacienda, life and love no are more, more complete. I think.
0: Boy, now look at, hold it a minute, hold it. Don, Don, there was no commercial in it. Where is it? It's coming. Go ahead, boy. Everybody's
5: smoking Lucky. Lockie. Lucky strikes right to smoke for me. That's right. Senor Moon and Senor Speedy. They say, yeah, let's You bet. Every man who knows where that finds a frackle grows. Today we'll is lucky two to one. Should be
9: three. In my opinion, I'm the emperor. Which is
7: already done. That's enough, boy.
0: That was oh, that's no. all I want, fellas. Fellas, that's enough. All I want is a commercial. Boy, done. They promised. Look, fellas, fellas, look at. It. I don't want it. Wait a minute, boy. The Look, wait a minute, fellas, <laughs> I don't
4: want to... Wait a minute, boys! Oh, wait. Oh, wait a minute! Wait
0: a minute! Don. Don. San Jacinto boy.
6: <laughs>
4: you
0: promised me they would sing it straight. How can you do this to me?
6: Well, Jack, it isn't downfall. Why don't you have a serious talk with the quartet?
0: I think I will. Oh, boys? Mm. Oh, see, Mary, what's the use? I mean, you can't talk to her.
6: Well, Jack, let me try it. Okay. Oh, boys.
0: There, you see? What did it get you?
6: A date for tonight, I think. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Well, that's
0: pretty good, you ad-living little fool
9: yeah, very, very good. No kidding, right? Come in Pardon the intrusion, Mr. Benny Well, Mr. Kessel
0: <laughs> Mr. Kessel, I'm certainly surprised to see you here in Palm Springs
5: you ho surprised <laughs> What do you
0: mean, ho-ho-ho-ho?
5: This
9: morning, my wife and I started from Los Angeles to visit my relations in Santa Barbara. But in Santa Barbara's in the opposite
0: direction, how'd you wind up here?
9: My wife was giving instructions.
4: What?
9: (laughs) Turn to the left, turn to the right, turn to the left, go straight ahead, back yourself up, make a (laughs) point. Oh, that's terrible. Terrible? The bus driver got so mad, he put us off. (laughs) Oh, you... You were on a bus? Yes, we was on a bus, but for the last ten miles, we had to walk. I finally got so thirsty, I could hardly stand Uh it. And suddenly, I saw an orange grove, and Uh in front of it was a little stand with a sign that says, All you can drink for ten cents.
0: Oh, yes, yes, I've seen those signs. All you can drink for 10 cents.
9: Oh, I slept down a dime, and I asked the man for 50 gallons. (laughs) 50 gallons? He didn't say you got to drink it there.
4: (laughs) I
0: know, but Mr. Kitzel asked me for 50 gallons. What did the man do?
9: What did he do? He took my dime, and he threw me in a well.
0: In a well?
4: (laughs)
9: Yes, yes. The sign said all you can drink, but it didn't say why. Oh, yes, yes. Well, excuse me, Mr. Benny. I got to be slashing along.
0: Goodbye, Mr. Kitzel. I'm glad you dropped in.
9: Happy Thunken.
4: You know, Mary, he
0: sure is a nice guy. Yeah. You know, when I finish uh, building my house here, I think I'll invite him down for a few weeks. Oh, Jack, I didn't know you were building a house in Palm Springs. Oh, yes, Don. It's over near the mountains, and you want to know something? They wanted $5,000 just to dig the excavation. $5,000?
6: That's what they wanted, but you know what I did, Don? What, Mary? I started a rumor that there was gold on Jack's property, and the next morning there was an excavation 12 feet deep.
3: For heaven's sakes, who dug it?
6: Jack did. (laughs)
3: It
0: would have been deeper, but I didn't have a shovel. With me. Where'd you say this house is, your building? Well, it's a little south of town, out by the Palm Springs Biltmore. You see, to reach it, you have to pass the El Irisado, the Normandy Village, the Racquet Club, the Montecito, and the Rossmore. Well, that takes care of everybody and puts a clean sheet on my bed. You know? <laughs>
4: Say, <laughs> hey, Jack uh,
6: Instead of building a house Why don't you build a hotel here uh, A hotel here an
0: Well, Mary, I'm not taking that kind of a G-g-g-g-gen <laughs>
4: Now, you take the uh,
0: Biltmore Hotel The Biltmore Hotel costs cost $3 million to build They've been open four days They haven't got their money back yet
4: You know <laughs> Believe
0: me, I'm not taking any chances.
3: Say, Jack, we'd love to see the new house you're building. Would you take us over? I'll be glad to, Don.
0: Of course, it's not nearly finished yet. Oh, hello. But... Here I am, Mr. Benny. Well, it's about time you got here. <clears throat> yeah. You and your impersonation. I hope you have a good reason for being
7: late, Dennis. Oh, I have. I was tired and over because yesterday I went skiing on Mount San Jacinto. You were skiing on Mount San Jacinto? Yeah, when I was halfway down the mountain, it got up and put a shirt on. Jack, he
0: might- I know be... what he means, I know. Go ahead and sing your song.
8: In the sleepy town of San Juanita, there's a story that a hard Senor and senorita And the serenade of the bell Seems they ask a padre for permission To be married early in the spring Had made just one condition That a mission bell had to ring Everyone knew the bells were broken And hadn't sounded for a long, long time Then one night the village was astounded all the bells began to chime Till the bells are broken Goes the story But if in your heart A true love dwells They will ring for you In all their glory that's the serenade.
0: by Dennis Day. Very good, Dennis. Thanks. By the way, kid, I was looking at you when you were singing. You've been in Palm Springs for the last five days. You look awfully pale.
7: Yeah, nothing seems to help me. Every morning I got up early and put on my shorts, covered myself with suntan oil and would lie on my back for hours, but I couldn't get a sunburn.
0: Yeah, I can't understand it. All week it's been nice and sunny outside.
4: Oh, Outside! <laughs>
0: Dennis, why don't you grab your tongue and see how far you can throw your head? <laughs> I knew that joke would mean nothing after this. Huh? Sometimes I wonder if... Hey, Jack. If... What?
6: If you're going to take us over to see your new house, we better get started. Come
0: on, everybody, before we all melt. Let's go, will you? Well, kids, here we are. There's my house. What do you think of it?
7: Oh, boy, I think it's swell.
0: I can't wait till it's finished. How do you like it, Mary?
6: Well, it's very nice, but what's the idea of all those statues on the roof?
0: Those aren't statues. Hey, you guys, get a move on up there.
3: (laughs) I wonder where where Mr. Nelson, the builder, is. Maybe that's him over there. Where? Coming toward us on horseback.
0: Oh, yeah. Mr. Nelson! Mr. Nelson! Yeah. Mr. Nelson, you're supposed to be
5: supervising this job. What are you doing on that horse? The British are coming. (laughs) They are not. Then i better go take the lantern out of the tower of the El Mirador. Come back here. (laughs) You can do that later. Whoa! I think.
0: (laughs) Now, Mr. Nelson... I came over to see how my
5: house is coming along. I'd like to see the ground first. All right, all right. We'll go around to the backyard. Follow me. We're coming around to the back, men!
0: <laughs> hmm, that was a spurt.
4: <laughs> well,
0: Mr. Nelson, everything I've seen so far looks very nice. And, ah, there's the tennis court. Yes, sir. Uh, we just finished that tennis court this morning. Isn't it a beauty? It sure is. Hey, wait a minute. There's nothing on the other side of the net. There's only half a court there. Oh, were
5: you going to play with someone? <laughs>
6: can you
0: imagine that, Mary? How can I play on half a tennis court?
6: Well, Jack, you don't play tennis.
0: That's right. What am I mad about?
4: <laughs> hey,
6: Mr. Benny, didn't you say you had a swimming pool?
0: Sure, kid. It's right. Hey, Mr. Nelson, where's the swimming pool? The what? The swimming
5: pool. Where is it? Why, now, that's funny. It was here yesterday. <laughs> hmm. I'll check on this. Hey, Melvin. Yeah? We seem to have lost Mr. Benny's swimming pool. Were you at the cove?
0: (laughs) Never mind. Let's go... Hey, wait a minute. Look at this lumber. It's so green, the sap is oozing out of it. Oh, that isn't sap. We
5: soak the lumber in orange juice 24 hours before we nail it up. Broken in oranges? What does that do for the lumber? Nothing, but we've got the healthiest termites in the world. (laughs) Mm.
0: Hey, Jack, how about showing us through the room? All right. Mr. Nelson, we want to go inside the house. Okay, just follow me.
5: All right, then. We're coming into the house.
0: <laughs> night, what activity. There it is. By the way, Mr. Nelson, what is that man doing over there with the saw? Uh, he's
5: playing it. He just got his union card from Petrillo. <laughs> Well, why should he be?
6: Oh, Jack, look at that darling little breakfast nook. Isn't it cute? Oh,
5: I'm sorry, Miss Livingston.
0: That's the front hall. Front hall? Why, that shouldn't be out here in the back, should it?
5: No. No, it shouldn't. I ought to get a zero for that.
0: <laughs> now, look, Mr. Nelson, I want to see all the rooms downstairs first.
5: Yeah, very well. Follow me, and I'll show you the downstairs rooms. Here's the dining room. Here's the den. And here's the... Well, what do you know? Here's the attic.
4: (laughs) The attic
0: on the first floor? What's it doing down here?
6: I guess those termites are healthier than he thought they were. You're not kidding.
0: Say, Mary, doesn't that fellow hammering there look familiar?
6: Oh, he sure does.
5: I'm going over and talk to him.
0: Hey, mister, uh, haven't I seen you before?
5: Very likely. I'm Frank Sinatra.
6: Frank Sinatra!
0: Frankie, what are you doing here working as a carpenter?
5: I'm between pictures. <laughs>
0: but Frankie, you're a big star. You're also on the hit parade. Why do you take a job like this?
5: Look, Jackson, in Palm Springs, a cop that makes much more than a star. I think.
0: (laughs) I know, but Frankie, I can't understand why a fellow like you... (laughs) How do you like that? He fell right through a crack. (laughs) Well, it's just as well. Two more lines and I'd have had to pay him. <laughs> Afra, is he with Afra?
4: <laughs>
0: now, Mr. Nelson.
6: Yeah, let's go upstairs and see the bedroom. All
0: right, how about it, Mr. Nelson? Uh, certainly, if you
5: wish. Okay, man, ready or not, here we go.
0: This is a regular beehive, isn't it?
7: When they finish your house, I'm going to live here with
0: you. What makes you think so? They
7: nail my shoes to the floor. Oh. I
4: think.
0: So pry, pry yourself loose. I'm not taking in any boarders. Say, Mr. Nelson, we've been going all through the house, and I haven't seen any bathroom.
5: Oh, my goodness, we forgot to build one.
0: We
5: forgot to build a bathroom? Well, what are you going to do? I'm going to give you a flashlight and a pair of slippers.
1: And
0: You're not You're <laughs> going to build one Now, Mr. Nelson Where's my bedroom? Oh,
5: the master bedroom Here it is, right here Say, it looks co- Why, Rochester
4: Oh, 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 oh Hello, Mr.
0: May! <laughs> Rochester, what are you doing Here in my bedroom? I moved
5: in already But the house isn't ready yet Besides, your room Is over the garage You ain't got a garage what? Last night, the termites had a party and served it buffet style.
0: Rochester, you mean to tell me that the termites ate up my whole garage? All
5: oh, but the cement floor, they saved that for dancing.
0: Well, this is terrible. I left my violin in there.
5: They ate that, too. How do you know? They were burping, love and bloom.
0: Rochester, if you saw them eating my violin, why didn't you stop them? By the
5: time I got here, they were using the strings for dental floors.
0: Dental claws I
5: think <laughs> Look, Rochester hey. You can stop
0: all this silly talking You're not getting the master bedroom Now take your 12 trunks and get them out of here
5: Okay, you win Come on, Jezebel
0: That's fine He had to bring a dog in my house
5: Don't worry, boss I gave him a flashlight and four bedroom slippers Good, on, good, <laughs> good
4: uh, Now, Mr. Bennett,
0: You'd better hurry if you want to see the rest of the house. It's getting late. I want to go out on the balcony first because I know I'll spend a lot of time there taking sun baths and everything.
6: Oh, let's see the rest of the house. We can do that later.
0: I want to see the balcony. It'll just take a minute. Darn it, this door sticks. Mm. Mm. I got it. My, look at that marvelous... <laughs>
5: No yet. Mr. Nelson, Mr. why did you put a door there and no balcony? Because my brother-in-law's a doctor. What? You're the third one this week. Oh, nuts. Come
2: on. There. By a 50% margin over any other brand, independent tobacco experts name Lucky Strike first choice. Lucky Strike, first
7: choice.
2: Back of that statement is an impartial Crosley poll just completed in 11 southern tobacco states. This famous authentic research group reveals that when independent tobacco experts choose a cigarette for their own personal smoking enjoyment... Over 50% more named Lucky Strike than any other brand. Yes, the impartial Crosley poll shows... By a 50% margin over any other brand... Independent tobacco experts name Lucky Strike first choice. These are the tobacco experts, the independent buyers, auctioneers, and warehousemen who buy, sell, and handle tobacco at the auction. You heard the poll results. Now listen to what Mr. Joe Burnett, ace tobacco auctioneer of Buffalo Springs, Virginia, recently said. At auction after auction, I've seen the makers of Lucky Strike buy quality tobacco, fine, light, fragrant tobacco that makes a grand smoke. I've smoked Lucky's myself for 16 years. So, for your own real, deep-down smoking enjoyment, remember: LSMFT. LSMFT. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. So, smoke the smoke, tobacco experts smoke. Remember: by a 50% margin over any other brand, independent tobacco experts name Lucky Strike first choice. Lucky Strike first choice. <laughs>
3: NBC, the national broadcasting company.
10: The Fitch Bandwagon with Alice Fay and Phil Harris.
11: pretty girl is like a melody, especially when her hair is soft and shining, like that of Mrs. J. E. Hoffman of Orangeburg, South Carolina. Mrs. Hoffman writes of her experience with Fitch cream shampoo. My hair was dull and uninteresting until I tried Fitch cream shampoo. That was my lucky day. You should see the way Fitch brought out the highlights in my hair, leaving it smooth and soft. Then, too, I find Fitch more economical than any other cream shampoo. I'm telling all my friends about Fitch Cream Shampoo. Yes, Mrs. Hoffman, women everywhere are talking about Fitch. How it leaves hair caressably soft, shining as though it had been brushed and brushed and brushed. So try Fitch Cream Shampoo. You'll discover that glamorous new look of softer, shinier hair. Fitch Cream Shampoo is made with two special beauty aids, lanolin and olive oil. Lanolin is used to soften the hair. Olive oil is used to bring out sparkling highlights. Fitch is economical, too. Compare the size of the jar, compare its low cost. At drug or toilet goods counters, buy Fitch cream shampoo for softer, shinier hair.
10: The F.W. Fitch Company, makers of Fitch Shampoo, presents The Fitch Bandwagon, written by Ray Singer and Dick Chevrolet, with Elliot Lewis, Walter Tetley, Janine Roos, Ann Whitfield, Robert North, Alan Reed, Walter Scharf and his music, and starring Alice Fay and Phil Harris. <laughs> Alice's brother, William, has always felt that Phil lacked an appreciation of the finer things in life. And now, as we look in on the Harris home, we find Alice and William talking to Phil about it.
12: Phil, when are you going to grow up? Do you want to improve yourself? Wouldn't you like to acquire
13: the polish and finesse of a sophisticate? What, and lose my boyish air of carefree abandon? (laughs) I'm as cute as a biscuit the way I am.
14: Philip, if you spent your time in intellectual pursuits instead of running around with that Frankie Remley person, you'd be much better off. I've discovered, in my business association, uh, that one must be suave and be able—get lost,
13: paper clip.
4: <laughs>
13: Go stuff yourself in a pigeonhole. Get some deduction someplace. Look, Alice, I ain't going to hang around here and listen to this brother of yours. I got to meet Frankie and Tom.
12: Okay, Phil. I'll see you later. So
13: long, Alice. Goodbye, William. <laughs> Can't get over it. William, William, William. That's all I hear around my house. Willie thinks you got to be intellectual and suave to get ahead. Well, I'm intellectual, and when it comes to that other thing, I'm just as big a suave as anybody. <laughs> Anything in the world If I could show, Hiya, Willie Hiya, Curly
15: Boy, am I glad you finally got here
13: Hiya, Frankie What's up? Curly You've come along In an opportune moment
15: How would you like To come in on a big deal With me and make A million dollars?
13: Get away, Kingfish I as Dennison rested in your proposition
15: <laughs> Now, wait a minute, Curly Remember that horse Blue Blazes, That we saw run At Santa Anita a few times? Well, I got a chance to buy them for $500. Five?
13: Hey.
15: Hmm? How come you can get them at cheap? I got connections. <laughs> I got a tip that the owner wants to sell this horse at a loss so he can write it off his income
13: tax. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I see. Hey, gee, Remley. For 500 bucks we couldn't go wrong.
15: Go wrong? I'm telling you, we'll make a fortune. We'll go partners. We'll chip in 50-50 and buy them.
13: Well, that sounds fair enough.
15: Have you got $250? Yeah Good, I'll borrow that for my half <laughs> Now all you gotta do is dig up $250 for your half And I'll make your partner
13: You mean you ain't got $250, huh?
15: Yeah, I got it, Curly But I'll need that for the expense of taking care of the horse Why, it'll cost $250 a day just to feed him <laughs>
13: That much a day just for feed? Sure That's a lot of money
15: I know, but this nag's got a big appetite (laughs) He eats like a horse
13: (laughs) Okay, Remley, I get it You don't have the dough All right, so I'll lend it to you I'll put up the whole 500 Now, where do we go to contact the guy to buy the horse? Across the street at the plaza and we
15: better go over and do it right away Because he
13: has to leave town as soon as he sells <laughs> Well, come on
4: <laughs> Keep
13: standing here, you let the guy get away Let's go buy that horse Okay oh, boy Hey Huh? Now that I'm going to own a horse, I'll be in the same class as the Whitney's, the Howard's, and the Astor's. Sure. Yeah. Gee whiz, I can't wait to get home and tell Allison and Willie about this. He thinks I don't know no business. Hey, Frankie. Huh? We'll race our nag at every big track in the country. Sure. Yeah. This summer, we'll take him east to Saratoga. I can just see myself walking into the piping rock and saying... <laughs> I know all of y'all don't know who I am because I just got shared today. Yeah, me and my horse come from a little town uh, down Dixie Way. Everybody down there for miles around all calls me by my name. And now that I'm here at Saratoga, I'd like y'all to do the same. Because I'm a ding-dong daddy from Dumas. You ought to see me do my stuff. I'm a clean-cut fella from Horner's Corner, you ought to see me strut. I'm a caper-cutting cutie, got a gal called Katie, she's a little heavy laden, but I call her baby. I'm a ding-dong daddy from Dumas, and you ought to see me do my stuff. Yes, a ding-dong daddy from Dumas, oh, you ought to see me do my stuff. I'm a ping-pong popper from Pitchfork Prairie, you ought to see me strut. I'm a ding-dong daddy, got a whiz-bang mama, she's a Bear Creek baby and a Whoppers Kitty. A ding-dong daddy from Dumas, and you ought to see me do my stuff we a ding-dong a daddy from the Dumas Yes, you ought to see me do my stuff I'm a popcorn popper from Casanova You ought to see me strut I'm a mama-loving man and I love my Mary, she's a big-hearted blonde from Peanut Prairie, a ding-dong daddy from Dumas, and you ought to see me do my stuff, just a ding-dong a daddy from the Dumas, who you ought to see me do my stuff, I'm a peach pie popper from Jackson's Hollow. you ought to see me strut, I'm a honey-dripping daddy, got a hard-hearted baby, she's a sheep shaking, she-band, hallelujah, I'm a ding don't even do us now and you oughta see me strife.
14: I'm leaving now, Alice. May I take the children over to Mother's?
12: Well, I don't know, William. You see... Please, we... Mommy. We'd like to see Grandma. Well, I guess it's all hey, right.
13: Hey, Alice. If... Hey, Alice. Oh, gee whiz, where are you, honey? Have I got great news for you.
12: What is it, Phil?
13: Oh, we got something to tell you, Alice. Yeah. Oh,
12: hello, Frankie. Hi. Hey, honey,
13: you're now... Oh, look, there's Willie. I'm glad you're still here. I want you to hear this too, buster. Hey. <laughs> hey, honey. Uh, Frankie and me are now the owners of a racing stable. Just Vaughtera's horse.
12: Oh, no.
13: (laughs) Oh, well, wait a minute, honey. It's a great horse. It's blue blazes out of Honey Girl by Blue Streak.
12: Is it a good horse, Daddy? Oh, Phyllis, you children wouldn't know anything about it.
6: I just wanted to ask him if he caught the nag at the early morning workouts. (laughs) Can he run the mile in 135? Is he a mutter or does he like a fast track? Children.
12: (laughs) Where did you ever learn these expressions?
6: From the newspaper. When we read Daddy the Funnies, he makes us read him the
12: sports section, too (laughs) (laughs) Now, girls, you'd better run along why do you have to tell them
13: those Now, wait things? a minute, honey. Don't make a big thing out of that. There's nothing wrong with horse racing. Some of the best families in the country own horses.
12: Mm, what kind of a
14: horse is it, Philip? What's it look like?
13: Well, Willie, I didn't see him. You see, uh, the guy's got him in a stall at Santa Anita, and, well, uh, he didn't have time to take us out. Uh,
14: you bought a
15: horse without seeing him? We didn't have to see him. The owner gave us this picture of the horse. Yeah, hey, look. Ain't he a beautiful animal?
12: <laughs> All you can see is his head and tail. The rest of them is covered up with a blanket Yeah,
13: but look at the name on that blanket Blue Blazers (laughs) That's a great Gigi, kid And to think we got them for $500
14: $500? Philip, I'm afraid you've been cheated You can't buy a good racehorse for that kind of money
13: Oh, what do you know about horses?
14: I'm very familiar with horses, Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm Great deal And I dare say There isn't a thing I don't know about horses Because of my years In the saddle I've been riding Since I was knee high To a grasshopper And I know horse flesh
13: Thank you uh, Hop along Faye
4: <laughs>
13: And hop along <laughs> I'm telling you It's going to be A great horse This horse is going To break records
14: Oh, Pooh oh, oh, Pooh <laughs> I could take the most broken down animal from the stable I ride at and beat this hay burner you've been
13: stuck with. Oh, uh, you could, huh? Mm. Well, would you like to have a little match race and place a good sized bet on it?
14: Ordinarily, I'm not a betting man, but in this case, I shall be very happy to place a wager just to show you up.
13: Okay. How much do you want to bet?
14: Uh, would 75 cents
13: be too steep for you? <laughs> hmm? Tut, tut, tut. Take it easy now, Clyde. Don't plunge. <laughs> Watch your cabbage, Willie. You're going overboard. <laughs> it's all right with me. Get your money up. I'll take your money from you. Hey, Alice, you better turn around while he opens his shirt and takes out his money belt. When do uh, when oh, you wish Canada. to hold this race? Why don't you hold it right now? They're not racing
15: at Santa Anita today. I know the steward, he'll let us use the track. Very well. I'll get a horse from the
14: Riding Academy and meet you at Santa Anita in two hours. Goodbye, Philip. <laughs> <laughs>
13: So long, sucker (laughs) Riding again Riding, probably a tame horse (laughs) Riding again Hey, Curly, are we gonna take him, huh? Take him, it's gonna be a cinch (laughs) Riding (laughs) again Why, you can't lose, especially with you riding our horse (laughs) I ain't gonna ride the horse (laughs) I'm allergic to him When I was a
15: kid, one of them kicked me Yeah? Where'd he kick you? In Milwaukee <laughs> I was living there at the time Why don't
13: you ride him, Curly? Me? Well, I wouldn't mind riding I'd ride him, but Well, he's a spirited racehorse I, I don't want to get hurt
12: Why don't you get a regular jockey to ride him?
13: We can't afford a regular jockey, Alice They get a lot of dough Well, all we can do We'll just have to get a hold of some small schnook Who hasn't enough sense to ask for money That's all
16: Hey, I brought the groceries and Uh
13: (laughs) Hey, Remley Look who fate just brought to our door Well, if it ain't Eddie Arcaro or Bruzio (laughs) Let's
15: grab him, Curly,
13: before he gets away
15: Wait a minute, let
16: go of me Get your clammy meat hooks off of me!
13: All right, wait a minute, Julius, just wait a minute. Mr. Remley and me are gonna do you a favor, kid. You see, uh, we just bought a horse and uh, we want you to ride him in a race.
16: You mean you want me to be a jockey? One of those guys who boots home winners in big races to the cheers of the populace and gets a lot of dough for doing it? That's
13: it, kid. How do you like the idea?
16: It don't appeal to me. (laughs) I'm afraid of horses and I ain't gonna one for nobody
15: Oh, gee, Julius Miss Faye here Thought you'd do it for her She's gonna watch the race, you know She'll be awfully disappointed If you're not riding
16: You want me to, Miss Faye? Well In that case, I'll do it (laughs) With the woman I love to cheer me on I shall ride like the wind and guide that steed to ultimate victory. And neither rain nor snow nor sleet nor hail shall stay this courier from the swift completion of my All right, all right.
13: Ride our horse first. You can deliver the mail later. Hey, look, kid, we're leaving for the track right now. Can you go with us?
16: Yeah, yours was the last order I had to deliver.
13: Oh, good. Hey, Alice, would you like to see the race, too? Oh, I wouldn't miss it for the world. I'll go get my coat. Hurry up, we're leaving.
12: I don't know. Most husbands come home with candy or flowers. Mine comes home with a racehorse. Oh, well, I don't know what I'd ever do without it. I'll get by as long as I have. Though there be rain and darkness too, I'll not complain. I'll see it through. Though I may be far away, it's true. say what care I, dear. I'll get by as long as I have you. I'll not complain, I'll see it through, though I may be far away, it's true. Say what care I, dear, I'll get by as
8: long as I.
12: Beautiful
13: racetrack, Phil. You know,
12: I've never been here
13: before.
16: Well, where's this horse you two guys own?
13: All right, take it easy. He's one of them box stalls over there. Now, look, Julius, you wait here with Alice, and Frankie and I'll go over and get him. Come on, Frank.
15: (laughs) I can't wait to see blue blazes, Curly.
13: You know, with proper training, he might turn out to be another man of war. Sure, what else? (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how good he is as soon as Willie shows up for that race. Yeah. Let's
15: see, Curly, He must be in one of these stalls here. There he is, the one with the blanket that says
13: Blue Blazers Yeah That's our horse That's ours Yeah Gee, look at him He's a beautiful beast, ain't he? Yeah He's got a lovely voice, too Sounds a little like Crosby A
15: little bit Hey, Curly, lead him out of the stall so we can get a better look at him
13: Yeah, all right Hold it now Take it easy, son Oh, boy, oh, boy Gee, I wish I had an apple. Hold it. Quiet now. boy. Hold it now. Right here. That's it. Curly, take the blanket off. I can't wait to get a good look at it. Not yet. Do you want him to catch cold? You can't do that to them high-class horses. Oh, that's true. Wait till we take him over to the track. Come on. Okay. Hey, you two, where you going with that blanket? Belongs to my horse, Blue Blazer's. That's just blue blazers It is not I just loaned the blanket to a guy to put on this snag While he took a picture of it Hey, wait a minute This horse ain't blue blazers? No Well, we just bought this horse for $500 You paid $500 for this? Yeah (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brother, have you been taken? (laughs) All right, laughing boy What's so funny? Wait till you, I take this blanket off
3: here and show you
13: Look Holy smoke, this is the most sway-back nag I've ever seen
3: <laughs> Yeah
13: He's just got a front and an end He ain't got no middle part
4: <laughs> <laughs>
13: Oh, brother, is he sway-back His stomach's touching the ground Oh, Frankie Why do you always pick on me to do this? You and your connections Now, how am I going to face Alice with this horse? What am I gonna say to her? Let's turn it upside down and tell her it's a camel
4: <laughs>
13: You keep quiet There's no time to be funny Look, maybe if we leave the blanket on We can keep her from seeing it before the race Hey, mister Hey, do me a favor, will you, mister? What, what? Can we borrow this blanket for a while? Sure, but bring it back when you're through, eh? Hey, thanks, yeah
4: <laughs>
13: Well, I guess we gotta show it to Alice Come on, horse Get going, horse
15: Come on Oh, come on
13: Hey, Curly, he don't want to move He can't, his stomach's
15: dragging
13: Oh, Remley Now how are we gonna get him over to Alice? If we
15: had a pair of skates, we could put them under him and roll him over
13: Yeah We could also butter his stomach and slide him over. Hey, he's
15: moving, Curly. (laughs) Should I clock him? Not
5: now.
13: (laughs) Will you come on? Let's get this over with. Hey, listen. Sounds like the walking man <laughs> Oh, Remley, this is the last time I'm ever gonna listen to you Don't you never come into me with another proposition as long as you live, you hear me? Now, don't do it anymore You talk me into buying a broken down thing like this now, don't
15: blame me How I know world. the
13: guy was a cheat? You
15: were taking in as much as I was And furthermore, how do you know he can't run?
13: Just because he's built funny don't mean anything <laughs> He might be a great runner Well, I certainly hope so for your sake Now I gotta go through this race or I'll never hear the end of it Now, don't say anything to Alice Maybe with that blanket on him, maybe she won't notice Okay Oh, Uh, hi, Alice (laughs) Here's our horse
15: Ain't he beautiful?
12: He has a lovely head and a nice braided tail Take the blanket off so I can see the rest of him, huh?
15: Uh... Let's leave well enough alone.
16: I can't ride the horse with that blanket on. I'll take Wait it. Wait a off. minute,
13: Julius. Don't do that.
15: Hey,
16: hey. There, it's off. Holy jump at Jehoshaphat.
4: <laughs>
16: this is a horse? <laughs>
13: Certainly, kid, that's a nice horse. This is the horse you're gonna ride.
16: How can I win a race with a thing like this? Every time he takes a step, his stomach bounces along the ground like a basketball I can't ride him, I'll have to dribble him around the track
12: Oh, Phil, how could you buy that animal? It's the most sway thing I've ever seen
13: He ain't sway-backed
12: He ain't? You could sprinkle snow on his back and use him for a ski jump
15: He may not look like much, but he'll beat William's horse Come on, Julius, mount them.
16: Are you kidding? <laughs> the only one that should mount this thing is a taxidermist. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be found dead on that neck. So long, chumps. <laughs> now,
15: wait a minute, Julius, you can't go. Always oh, gone. <clears throat>
13: Curly, you'll have to ride the horse But Frankie, I keep telling <laughs> oh, you I can't ride Oh, him. here comes William Now I'm going to have to ride him Now look, you two You've got to defend our horse in front of Willie Remember that or I'll never live it down with him
14: Whoa, whoa, boy Whoa, whoa, fellow uh, Well, Philip, I'm ready for the race this Is the horse I'm going to ride hope you Philip, what is that?
4: <laughs>
13: <laughs> it's a horse What did you think it was?
14: Where wear sags in the middle I thought it was a cheap mattress <laughs> oh, but Philip, Philip he, he's so sway
13: He's tired <laughs> Resting a minute You'll be all right And he's not sway Just happens to be the only racehorse in the world Whose stomach starts from a kneeling position <laughs>
14: don't expect to beat me with that old thing. He ain't old. Of course
13: he ain't old. Just watch him go when I get in that saddle and say, giddy up! Oh, Curly? Huh? Something I forgot to tell you. Owner told
15: me when you want him to go, you don't say giddy up." What do I say? Just yell in his ear, to arms, to arms, the British are coming. <laughs> Got it Okay, let's get the race started All right, fellas, get on your horses Well, Franklin, I'm on mine Well, Philip,
14: don't don't just stand there, get on your horse I am on my horse
12: (laughs) Oh, Phil, pick up your legs, your knees are dragging
15: All right, fellas, get ready When I say go, you start
13: Steady now, boys Steady boy, we'll break fast and then take to the rail. Stay. On your mark. <laughs> get set. Go! We're off! That's it, boy. Easy now. Easy now. We're gaining on him. Easy now, boy. Take it easy. You're only a, he's only a length ahead of us. Curly. Easy.
15: Curly! Why? Come back here and get your horse! <laughs>
13: My horse? Hmm, in the excitement I forgot him I wondered why I was breathing so hard All right, hold the horse, Frankie I'll get on him again Where'll
15: I pick him up?
12: Oh, Phil, why don't you give up? William's way ahead of us. Now, look,
13: I'm not giving up This horse can run and I'll beat him yet Come on, boy Come on now Hit it Hit it a boy Oh, we broke nicely That's it, boy Easy now, take it easy Take it easy, save yourself for that stretch Oh, we're traveling at a nice steady clip Phil Keep to the rail, baby, keep to the rail We'll catch up with Willie Phil Alice, stop walking alongside my horse <laughs> Come on, boy Come on, boy, let's get going In Now we're traveling, baby Oh, we're gonna win this race yet Oh, look at us, we're at the quarter pole already
15: Hiya, Curly, it's about time you showed up I've been waiting for don't you
13: Don't be funny, where's Alice?
15: She ran up ahead to brush some stones off the track
12: I'm right <laughs> <laughs> well, here, Bill Oh, honey, why don't you give it why up? Why
13: should I? I'm doing all right I'll beat that brother of yours if the last thing I... Hey, look, I am beating him, he's in back of me
12: In back of you? William's been around the track three times already Once without his horse Oh, Phil, be sensible There's no use in trying to finish
13: this Well, I am going to finish it I got confidence in this horse Once he gets started, we'll show you what speed really is Come on, baby, please, will you, please? Come on, baby Just a little bit more, baby Just a little bit more and we'll make it
15: Come on yeah, keep going, Curly. You're almost at the finish line.
13: I am? Where is it? Right up here! We'll light another match so I can see it.
10: Bill <laughs> will be back in just a moment. There's no excuse for dandruff.
11: Right. There's no excuse for dandruff.
10: Almost everyone has dandruff at one time or another but there's no excuse for dandruff. That's because it can be removed so easily and completely with Fitch's Dandruff Remover Shampoo. Leading medical authorities say there are two kinds of dandruff. One is loose and flaky. It's the unsightly kind, the kind you can see. The other clings to the scalp. It's the invisible, irritating kind, the kind you can feel. If your present shampoo is doing only half the job, remember Fitch removes both kinds completely. Be free of unsightly dandruff. Be free of invisible, irritating dandruff. Yes, be free of all embarrassing dandruff with Fitch. Fitch is the only shampoo made that's guaranteed to remove dandruff with the first application.
15: And the Fitch guarantee is backed by one of the world's largest insurance firms.
10: Remember, there's no excuse for dandruff. So switch to Fitch at drug counters, barber, and beauty shops. Ask for Fitch's Dandruff Remover Shampoo. Pitch is spelled F-I-T-C-H.
13: Folks, Alice and I would like to take this opportunity to congratulate the old professor, K. Kaiser, on his 10th anniversary on NBC. He's done a great job, and, well, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Many more years of continued success, Kay. Good night, everybody.
10: Tune in next week when the F.W. Fitch Company again brings you The Fitch Bandwagon with Alice Faye and Phil Harris. This program was directed by Paul Phillips. Alice Faye appears with the courtesy of 20th Century Fox. The part of Frankie was played by Elliot Lewis. <laughs>
8: Stand a while, let a song be your style Use Fitch Shampoo Don't despair, use your head Save
10: your hair, use Fitch Shampoo Girls, for softer, shinier hair Use Fitch's new Cream Shampoo It's made with both lanolin and olive oil Lanolin to soften, olive oil for sparkling highlights Try Fitch Cream Shampoo Bill Foreman speaking
3: This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.
1: Well, low again. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, This is Buck Benny speaking. I uh, am enjoying watching TCM right now. I... Sorry, I couldn't inform you about this sooner. I didn't know this was on, but uh, Jack Benny is on TCM on um, Artists and Models. What's bad is if you were to look it up on their uh, descriptions, it doesn't even show Jack Benny as being in the sh- in the, the movie, and he's a big part of the movie. In fact, when they show the title cards at the beginning of the movie, his name was over the top card, so it's the, he was the main draw for the film, but. Uh, For some reason, TCM didn't list him in the uh, artists that are in this film. So, very strange. I'm enjoying the performance. It's from 1937, so it's right around the same time as tonight's episode of The Jack Benny Show. Um, Jack's movie career is an interesting one. He appeared in a lot of movies and makes a lot of jokes about the movies he was in, but they're a lot of fun to watch. There's a lot of quality films. Uh, mixed in. Um, The one that I've never quite understood is Brewster's Millions. It seems like a part that's perfect for Jack, and yet, uh, and Rochester's in it, it just seems like it's missing Jack. And I don't know what the deal was, whether he just didn't want to be in that part, he thought it was too obvious, or whether the studio just wanted somebody else for the part. I'm not sure what happened there. Uh, It just always seemed like uh, a real miss that could have been one of those classic Benny films, if uh, if any, if Jack had starred in Brewster's Millions, but um, maybe thought they thought he would odor, overshadow the subject matter of the film. I'm not sure. Hmm. I'll have to try and read more about that. Anyway, uh, Artist and Models is certainly features Jack, and uh, I believe he was in the follow-up as well, Artisan Models Abroad. Um, this is a fairly early film for him. I mean, he's in certainly other films that are earlier than this, but this is probably one of the earlier films where he's really got his Jack Benny. He's, he's, done, he's the number one radio performer at this point, and so certainly he's already a big star by the time he's in this. Um, of course, coming up for movies, uh, some of the best movies he's in, uh, Buck Benny he brings over to the movie screen. From radio, and uh, he'll of course uh, be in uh, "To Be or Not to Be" with uh, Carol Lombard in her final film. And if you don't, if you haven't had a chance to catch that film, you really should. It's it's uh, uh, many folks think it's Jack's best performance, and I, I think that's probably true in a film. Um, another film that I like a lot is um, George Washington Slept Here. Um, that's a fun film. Uh, another one that's out to DVD fairly recently is um, oh shoot, now I'm drawing a blank on the name. Ant. Uh, he anyway, he plays a character that dresses up in drag, so um, that's kind of a fun film. I'm just, I'm sure I'll remember it as soon as I turn off the podcast. Anyway, but uh, enjoy to- today's episode of. Jack Benny, and for any of you who were able to catch Artists and Models Abroad, I hope you enjoyed that and saw Jack Benny looking pretty much like he would uh, when he recorded this episode uh, from 1938 tonight, so uh, enjoy. Um, oh, and, and a lot of the episodes recently have been trip episodes, uh, certainly on our Thursday nights he's on his big trip to Yosemite, a nice big Uh, arc of episodes that I think are some of his very best. Um, On the Sunday night episodes, he's just come back from New York. um, And that was a a neat series of episodes in New York, and now on his way back home on the train. Um, The other thing for Sundays to make sure you check out is if you go to our actual website on Sundays, um, I've been posting... His trip episodes when he went to Europe on his television show. So if you haven't had a chance to see his European trips on his television show, check out last Sunday's show and you'll see him um, uh, in Italy for uh, an episode. Uh, and then each episode will feature him in a different country basically. So, enjoy yourselves and I will talk to you later. Thanks for all those folks that have com- commented on my... Uh, Pneumonia. I think it's getting better here. Hope so. So uh, enjoy this episode. Bye.
4: J E L L O.
3: The Jello program, starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston and Phil Harris in his orchestra. The orchestra opens a program with By Myself from Between the devil <laughs> Have you ever been away from home, eating out and longing for a real delicious home dish? Well, that's the time to ask for Jell-O, because Jell-O always tastes delicious wherever you have it, at home or in a restaurant. If you insist on genuine Jello, you're sure of getting the real thing. For there's only one Jell-O, and the name Jell-O is a trademark, the property of General Foods. If you hear any other gelatin dessert called Jell-O, you'll know that's incorrect, for there is no other Jell-O. So be sure to ask for Jell-O by name, whether it's from your grocer or in a restaurant. Restaurants serving real Jell-O can now display an autographed picture of Jack Benny. So look for his picture as your assurance that they serve genuine Jell-O. Remember, if you want to enjoy that delicious, extra-rich fruit flavor, that luscious, true fruit goodness, always insist by name on the one and only (laughs) Jell-O. That was by myself from Between the Devil, played by Phil Harris and his orchestra. And now, ladies and gentlemen, as is customary, every Sunday night at this time, we bring you... Hello, Don. Oh, hello, Jack. Hiya, Phil. Okay, Jackie. Hello, Don. Greetings, Phil. How are you, Kenny? Hi. Hello, Phil.
0: How's the boy, Kenny?
6: Hello, fellas. Hi, Jack.
0: Hiya, Mary. Hello, audience. Hello,
6: Jack.
3: Well, well, we're all here. So now, ladies and gentlemen, we bring you much to do about nothing, Jack Benny. Cute opening eh?
0: Hello again This is Jack Benny talking And Don, I must say That's about the silliest opening We've ever had, isn't it? Yes, Jack But at least it's different Oh, it's different, all right And that's what radio needs Something new and original New ideas New thoughts New personalities Oh, you're right, Jack But why don't you do something about it? Well, Don, I'd be willing To change the programs. You know, if some of my fellow artists Would cooperate Now, what do you mean? Well, take some of the other comedians Say, Fred Allen, for instance if Alan will get rid of his adenoids, I'll get rid of my Maxwell.
4: <laughs>
0: which
3: is in much better condition. You see? Now, wait a minute, Jack. Fred Allen does not talk through his nose.
0: No, oh, he doesn't, eh? The only time he has a word in his mouth is when he eats alphabet soup. <laughs> Incidentally, uh, Don, what do you think Fred sent me for my birthday? You'll never guess. Well, what was it? I'm ashamed to mention it.
6: Ah, uh, tell us.
0: He sent me a tube of toothpaste. (laughs) Now, wasn't that cheap, Mary?
6: Yeah, I should have sent you teeth, too.
0: (laughs) Now, Mary, that was sweet.
4: (laughs) (laughs) But no kidding, Don. (laughs)
0: Switched on you, didn't I? But no kidding, Don. As I was saying, for the rest of this season, we ought to forge ahead
3: and make a lot of changes on our program. Well, I can help a lot, Jack. For instance, uh, from now on, instead of saying, look for the big red letters on the box, I can say, look for the massive scarlet insignia on the container. Yes,
0: yes, you could,
3: Don, (laughs) see? And you could
0: also say that it comes in five minus two plus three delicious flavors. (laughs) That's what we need, radical changes.
6: See, I've got a great idea, Jack. What is it, Mary? Well, I could bring Mom out here from Plainfield and she'd fit swell on our program.
0: Well, it's an idea, but we can't use your mother. She's funny, all right, but she runs to low comedy. You know... (laughs) You know what I mean, corny, corny jokes.
6: I suppose you don't grab them off the cob once in a while.
0: (laughs) Well, we don't want your mother. Let her start her own program, Professor Diz. (laughs) That's her, all right. Say, Jack, I've got an idea. Oh, there's a change right there. What is it, Kenny?
5: Well, instead of my coming down here every Sunday, why can't I mail my song in?
0: Yes, you do that, Kenny, and I'll sing your check to you. (laughs) I hope so. I've been whistling for it for three
4: weeks. (laughs) Now, look,
0: fellas, we're getting away from the subject. I'm just trying to find a way to change this broadcast. Have you any suggestions, Phil? Yeah, what this program needs is a good five-cent cigar with a comedian on one end. (laughs) Now, listen, Phil, while we're making bright suggestions, this program could stand some changes in the music department. We never know what you're playing. Is that so? Yeah, you never played a song yet that we couldn't start a contest on. (laughs) Why, Phil, your orchestra played Rosalie Rosalie last week. (laughs) I gotta get that right. Why, Phil, your orchestra played Rosalie last week, and the whole audience stood up. They thought it was the Star Spangled Banner. So did I. I took my hat off. (laughs) You haven't worn a hat Since your last permanent (laughs) Come in
5: Hiya, Buck Remember me? Oh, hello, Andy. Hello, Andy. Well, well, say,
0: you have been quite a stranger around here. We've missed you, Andy. Where have you been the last few weeks?
5: Well, I figured you didn't need me, Buck. I was going to come a couple of weeks ago, but you had Robert Taylor here.
0: Oh, well, you could have been here at the same time. After all, you and Taylor don't conflict.
5: Well, I don't know about that. We're both crazy about Barbara Stanwyck.
0: Oh, you are, eh?
5: Yeah, only I'm just crazy. (laughs)
4: Say,
0: at that, you might give Taylor a real race. Shucks, I'd rather run against
5: Pompoon.
0: Now, you're too modest, Andy. You want, uh, you want me to tell you something? I think you're a very attractive fellow.
5: Oh, <laughs> go on. I ain't got no more sex appeal than a poached egg.
4: <laughs>
5: what made you wait so long before
4: you answered? <laughs> <laughs> huh? It's written right there, Andy. Oh I can't God,
5: understand it. Huh? I was laying the Oh, oh, you are laying the egg. you get it You certainly were <laughs> Well, tell me uh, Tell me, Andy, uh, how are your folks? Oh, well, Ma's all right, but Pa's having a lot of trouble with the government over his income tax Oh, what's wrong? Uh, he put our bull down as a dependent
4: <laughs> Oh, he
5: couldn't get away with it, huh? Well, they didn't mind that so much, but when he put Ma down as a bad investment, they objected. <laughs>
0: well, it'll all work out. Stick around, Andy. See, Kenny's going to sing in a minute, and then we'll have a little chat, huh?
5: Okay, Buck.
0: Hey, wait a minute. What do you got in that basket? You going shopping?
5: Oh, doggone. I forgot all about it. Here, Buck. Ma sent you a little birthday present. Better late than never.
0: Well, thanks. It was awfully sweet of her. What is it, Andy?
5: Eleven eggs.
0: Eleven eggs? Well, as long as she gave me a present, she might have made it an even dozen. Oh, they'll be twelve in the morning. I got a hand in there concentrating. (laughs) Oh well, there's nothing like a nice fresh egg as long as it's not on the program. Sing, Penny. Say, Andy, don't forget to thank your mother for that lovely gift, will (laughs) you?
8: traveled far and wide together Did we travel too fast Now I reminisce and wonder whether Any good things ever lost But that dear is past Of rainy afternoons, swingy Harlem tunes, and motor trips and burning lips, and burning toast and prunes, how lovely it was, thanks for the memory of candlelight and wine, castles on the Rhine, your cozy chair and parties where we sang, sweet Adeline, how lovely it was many's the time that we feasted, and many's the time that we fasted. Oh, well, it was well while it lasted. We did have fun, no fun done. And strictly on canoe Darling, how are you? And how are all the little dreams that never did come true? Awfully glad I met you Cheerio
0: from the big broadcast of 1938 sung by Kenny Baker. Gee, that's a beautiful number. Who wrote that, Kenny? Leo Robin and Ralph Ranger. Oh, Robin and Ranger. Say, uh, those are the same boys who wrote Love and Bloom. Yeah, that's them. Ah, good old Love and Bloom. Yeah, da-da-da-dum, dum
8: dum, da dum
0: Hey, my violin and I did plenty for those two songwriters, didn't we, Mary?
6: Hmm? Yeah, plenty.
0: (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I kept Love and Bloom alive for a long time keep it alive. Why, Jack, if anybody murdered that song, you did. Now, wait a minute, Phil. It was never proved that I murdered Love and Bloom.
6: You must have had Clarence Darrow for a lawyer.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, I didn't. Anyway, thanks for the memory is going to be my new theme song. I'll rehearse it all week, and next Sunday night, I'm going to play it on my violin.
3: Are you really going to do that, Jack? Definitely. And now, Oh, pardon me, Jack. Ladies and gentlemen, just in case you're planning on not tuning in next Sunday night, it may be well to tell you now that Jell-O is economically easy to make and comes in six delicious flavors.
0: That was very thoughtful, Don, but don't worry, we won't lose any listeners next Sunday night. My violin will probably attract a greater audience.
6: You said it, Yasha.
0: <laughs> Quiet, Bublitschka. <laughs> You know, Mary, if you're comparing me to Yasha Heifetz, you're not very far off, because we both get our G-strings from the same cat. (laughs) (laughs) We really do. (laughs) Anyhow, folks, as I started to say before we were rudely interrupted by Heifetz, for our feature attraction tonight, we will continue with our thrilling sea drama, which we started last week the second and final episode of that Warner Brothers' first national production, Submarine D-1. (laughs) Oh, go away. (laughs) As you may remember, last week, Submarine D-1 left New London, Connecticut, en route to San Diego by way of the Panama Canal. We almost reached Panama when suddenly we ran out of gas.
6: We ran out of jokes, too.
0: We did not. Our half hour was up. Now, once more, I will play the part of Butch O'Benny, Chief Petty Officer. And, Mary, you'll have to be a sailor again this week. You know, Slug Livingston.
6: Gee whiz, if you're short of men, why don't you hire a couple of actors?
0: I'm not going way out to the racetrack just for that. (laughs) Anyway, you played the part all right last week. When you put on your sailor suit, you look just like a man.
6: I don't know about that. I passed a couple of fellows, and they yelled, shape, ahoy. (laughs)
0: We're just kidding. Now, are we all here and ready to go? Aye, 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 sir. And we're all set for the last lap of our dangerous submarine journey. Hey, wait a minute. Where's Rochester?
5: Here I am, boss. Just sneaking out.
0: (laughs) Rochester, come back here. Aren't you going to be in our undersea play?
5: You know I hate water unless there's gin in it.
0: (laughs) Why, you ought to be proud to be in the Navy. It's the most glorious way you can serve your country.
5: Well, why can't I be on land like I was during the war? Oh, I
0: didn't know you were in the war, Rochester. What branch of the service were you in?
5: I was in the razor artillery.
0: (laughs) The razor artillery?
5: We didn't need no guns.
0: Oh, you didn't, eh?
5: No, sir. We just dropped up and went into action.
0: (laughs) Why, Rochester, do you mean to tell me that you fought all through the war with nothing but a razor?
5: Yes, sir. We just revived an old Indian custom, only a little lower down.
0: (laughs) Well, I don't care how you fought Rochester,
5: I'm proud of you How long were you in the service? Right up to the armistice Well, well I got my my discharge and my barber's degree the same day (laughs) We're
0: all a little nervous today, I think (laughs) (laughs) Well, with all that experience, you certainly can be in our play tonight Folks, our production of Submarine D-1 will go on immediately after the next number
5: Say, Buck, am I going to be in it?
0: Well, Andy, we've got a full crew The only thing we need is a steam whistle
5: well, now, how I'll would you like
0: it. to play the part of a whistle? Will you wait till I ask you, Andy? How would you like to play the part?
5: <laughs>
0: It'll help your answer. <laughs>
5: how
0: would you like to play the part of a whistle?
5: I'll take it. I ain't proud.
0: <laughs> I should say you shouldn't be, huh? <laughs> oh, well, let's hear how it sounds. Now, there's a ship ahead of us, Andy, and we want to warn it. What do you do? Say, that's perfect. Then we're all set. Well, fellas, have you all got your uniforms on? I've got mine on. How do I look? Fine, Phil, but we don't wear polo shirts in the Navy. Oh, we don't, eh? No. You just ain't got no class. Well, I still know what a regulation uniform should be.
6: Uh, look at my sailor suit, Jack. Isn't it cute?
0: Oh, it's cute, all right, but what's the idea of the bustle?
6: I'm a rear admiral.
0: (laughs) Now, that's just silly. Say, Kenny, that suit you got on looks too big for you. Are you sure it's yours?
5: I think Don Wilson's got mine on, but he said no.
0: Oh, well, we'll find out right away. (laughs) Bend over, Don. Okay. (laughs) You're right, Kenny. Play, Phil. Cover up, Don. Would You Like to Love Me, from College Swing, played by Phil Harris and his seasick ensemble. (laughs) And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the second and final episode of our Epic of the Navy, Submarine D-1, or Butch Benny Sinks Again. Sinks? You heard me. (laughs) The scene opens on the deck of Submarine (laughs) D-1, which is... The is on the deck of of, uh, of submarine D one. Maybe we should have had a rehearsal.
4: I don't
11: know.
0: <laughs> Which is uh, anchored off Panama and about to shove off for San Diego.
4: Curtain. Music.
0: <laughs> now attention, men. This is the last leg of our journey And we stand a very good chance of breaking a record As soon as roll call is over, we're gonna shove off All right, men, fall in Not in the water, Baker (laughs) Pull them out, fellas Aye, 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 sir sir.
5: Hey,
0: Baker, when I say fall in, that doesn't mean fall in the water
5: Well, this is a fine time to tell me
0: (laughs) There, now, stay on deck after this Now, attention roll call Slim Wilson Aye, aye, sir Lucky Baker Aye, aye, sir Sock Harris Aye, aye, Kerr
5: <laughs>
0: Kerr Just for that, Phil Harris You're gonna be put in the brig Slug Livingston
6: Aye, aye
0: Aye, aye what?
6: Move over, Phil <laughs>
0: Quiet Rochester Van Jones
5: Aye, aye, sir
0: Butch Benny Butch Benny That's you Oh, yes Aye, aye, sir <laughs> Well, we're all set Now, listen, men we're shoving off for of San Diego, and if you're all on your toes, we'll break the record. Remember what I told you last week. One false move on the part of any one of you might mean death to us all.
5: uh oh there's that word again. <laughs>
0: all right, men, let's go. Hey, wait for me. Oh, whistle divine. Where have you been? I was in town getting steamed up.
4: <laughs>
0: well, get in your place under the funnel. Down below, men, we're leaving immediately. Aye, aye sir. Aye. All
3: right, men, weigh anchor. Take charge, Wilson. Aye, aye, Chief. Check air on manifold. Check air on manifold. One turn on starboard. One turn on starboard.
6: One ham on ride. One ham on quiet.
5: (laughs) Full speed ahead. We're off to San Diego.
3: One week later, submarine D-1 is approaching the coast of California, cruising 60 feet below the surface. Well, men,
0: everything is going along fine. All we got to do is keep up our present speed.
3: Hey, uh, Chief,
0: Chief, we're slowing down. We are?
6: Slowing down nothing. We've stopped.
0: Hey, Harris, what'd you stop the boat for? There's a red light against us. (laughs) Red light? That's a lobster. (laughs) Go right through. All right, but if I get pinched, it's your fault. Mm, Some navigator Hey, Rochester
5: You want me, boss?
0: Yeah, what are we going to have for lunch?
5: Clam juice, clam broth, clam chowder, and clam chops
0: (laughs) (laughs) Clam, fish, seafood Why do not we have pork chops once in a while?
5: If I could ever catch a pig in swimming, we will
0: (laughs) I haven't tasted meat for a week Boy, how I'd like to sink my teeth into a nice, thick, juicy sirloin steak
5: Can I have a bite?
0: You keep away from my state.
5: Hey, boss. Yes? Do you want this dream real or well done?
4: <laughs>
0: Rochester, get back to the galley. Hey, Slug. Yes, Chief? Where are you going with those curtains?
6: I'm going to hang them over my window. There's been a halibut peeking in all week.
0: A halibut peeking in? That's nothing to get upset about.
6: Oh, no. Last night he winked at me.
0: Oh, you're imagining things.
6: I am, eh? Then who sent me these water lilies?
0: Get back to the periscope and keep your eyes open. I don't want any accidents. Hey, Baker, what do you got strapped on your back? A parachute. A parachute? What good is a parachute in a submarine? My hammock's on the ceiling. Now don't open that thing in here. We're too crowded now. <laughs> What's that?
6: A school of fish. They're having recess.
0: Oh, I thought it was a good humor man. <laughs> hey, Chief, Chief. What is it, Harris? We'll have to slow down. We got engine troubles. Engine trouble? You mean engine trouble? I mean engine. There's an Navajo blanket caught in the propeller.
4: <laughs> oh,
0: we must have picked that up in Albuquerque.
5: <laughs> there you go again. Well,
0: <laughs> uh, we don't have to worry about propellers. We're nearing the coast. Are we all
3: clear ahead, slug? Oh, uh, Chief, we just received a radiogram from Admiral McKenzie. A radiogram? Let me have it, Wilson. Aye, aye, sir. What does it say?
0: Hmm. It says use extreme caution when entering San Diego. The harbor is filled with battleships, cruisers, and destroyers.
4: What,
6: no water?
0: Quiet. <laughs> well, men, we're going to make that record. But well, we've got to take a chance. Are you with me? Aye, 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 sir. Then full speed ahead. Hey, Chief, Chief. What is it, Harris? There's a battleship directly ahead, and it's bearing down on us fast. A battleship? We'll be hit shore.
5: gone, Where'd I put that rabbit's foot.
0: <laughs> I'll handle this. We've got to warn them. Hey, Slug, pull the whistle.
5: Aye, aye, sir. Woo! Woo!
0: Hmm, they don't hear us Pull the whistle again, louder
5: Aye, aye, sir (laughs) Woo, woo And I do mean, (laughs) woo
0: They still don't hear us What are we gonna do? You better think fast, Chief I got, I got an empty main ballast tank (laughs) Reverse rear engine Who keeps ringing those bells?
6: Jimmy Fiddler. (laughs) Mm,
0: Six bells, we can't be that good. Harris, I gave you a command to stop. Are you reversing rear engines? I don't know how. Then what do we do? Hold on to your hats, we're
5: gonna crash. Look out!
0: (laughs) Now keep cool, men. I'll handle everything. But, Chief, we're sinking fast. I know we are. What does the gauge say,
5: Rochester? 200 feet? Sardines, herons, barracudas, and tuna Going down Look at all that salt water
0: pouring in what do we do?
5: Let's make some taffy (laughs) We
0: haven't time for that We're still sinking
5: 300 feet Mackerel, pickerel, whales, sharks, and mountain trout Going down (laughs) The water's getting deeper in here Hey, Wilson, man the
0: pump We haven't got any Then somebody get me a blotter
5: Ground floor, crabs, oysters, sand, seaweed, and thanks for the memory.
0: We've struck the bottom. Have courage, men. Are you getting along all right? Now there's a silly question. We can only make connection with the naval base. Gee, the water's up to my waist.
6: It's only up to my ankles. Where's Kenny? I'm standing on him. And who am I standing on?
7: This ain't no hat I'm
0: wearing. We gotta do something, men, or we're doomed. Why don't you call the Admiral to send help? I can't. The phone is out of order. No, it isn't. That must be the admiral now. We're safe. Hooray! Hooray! I knew we'd come out all right. Hello, hello.
6: Hello, is this the Orpheum Theater?
0: No, this is submarine D-1.
5: What's the other feature? Everybody sinks.
0: I'm so mad I could drown. Well, things look hopeless, men. I'm afraid there's no chance for us. But remember, we're in the service, fellas. So let's die like men.
5: I'm not old enough.
0: There'll be no exceptions.
6: Hey, Chief, Chief, look, there's someone coming quarters.
0: Co- <laughs> Don't waste time, we're drowning.
6: Hey, Chief, Chief, look, there's someone coming quarters co- in a diving circuit.
0: Let's see, you're right. He must have been sent to rescue us. Hooray! And just in time, thank heaven... Come in. Mr. Benny? Yes? Have you saved your money all your life? Yes, I have. Well, ain't you sorry now? Goodbye. (laughs) Quick, grab them, fellas. I'll never get them in a better spot. Play, Phil.
3: Something new and different for dessert. Something that's sure to make a hit with the whole family. It's a sunshiny combination of orange jello and diced pineapple. It's lovely to look at, glowing with bright, cheerful color. It's swell to eat, and it's easy to make. Here's how. Dissolve one package of orange jello and turn into a shallow pan. Let it chill until firm, and then take a sharp knife and cut the jello into little cubes. Pile them into sherbet glasses with diced canned pineapple. The effect is really swell, shimmering cubes of bright orange jello combined with golden pineapple. And it's a grand flavor combination, too, the refreshing tang of pineapple and the rich, ripe fruit flavor of orange jello. Try this attractive new dessert tomorrow, but just be sure you make it with genuine jello, for only jello brings you that delicious, extra-rich fruit flavor. Look for the big red letters on the box. They spell Jell-O.
0: The last number of the 22nd program in the new Jello series, and we'll be with you again next Sunday night at the same time. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to take just a moment to welcome two very good friends of mine, Lum and Abner, who have joined the General Foods radio family and make their initial appearance for Postum this week. I hope you'll all be listening in. Well, fellas, now that our play, Submarine D, is over, let's get out of this submarine and get out to the surface.
6: You better not do that, Jack. Why not? The Warner Brothers are waiting
4: for you.
0: Oh, well, it's comfortable here. <laughs> Good night,
4: folks. <laughs>
3: J-E-L-L-O oh. and Abner begin their new series of programs for posting This Week. Consult your local newspaper for time and station. Kenny Baker appears on the Jell-O program for courtesy of Mervyn Leroy Productions. The tune Jubilee is from every day's a holiday. This is the national broadcasting company.